as a number of you are well aware, um, a few years ago I had the fantastic opportunity while on sabbatical to travel to Turkey and Greece. While I was there, I visited the seven churches written to by St. John in his book of his revelation. Hiding out on the island of Patmos, John wrote to each of the seven churches as a means of encouragement at a time of deep persecution. So today on All Saints Day, I want to take a moment to read one of the other lessons appointed on this day from John's Revelation. This book means so much more to me now than it did before I was able to take this trip. And it speaks a powerful word about our trust in the communion of saints. John writes in code. It's often said there is no way to understand John's revelation, uh, but that's not true. His audience understands what he's writing about. They know, or they have a real good sense of what he intends, of who he is referring to in his fanciful imagery. The powers at be that are the source of their oppression. He uses this fanciful imagery to encourage the reader to look beyond the present as a way of living in the present. And in this passage, he describes a vision of heaven. Since you don't have a copy of it with you, you may want to sit back and listen intently, maybe even close your eyes and imagine the scene. He writes, After this, I, John, looked, and there was a great multitude that no one could count from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, robed in white, with palm branches in their hands. They cried out in a loud voice, saying, Salvation belongs to our God, who is seated on the throne and to the Lamb. And all the angels stood around the throne and around the elders and around the four living creatures, and they fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped God, singing, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever 
and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders addressed me, saying, Who are these robed in white, and where have they come from? I said to him, Sir, you are the one that knows. Then he said to me, These are the ones who have come through the great ordeal. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. And for this reason, they are before the throne of God and worship him day and night within his temple. And the one seated on the throne will shelter them. They will hunger no more. They will thirst no more. The sun will not strike them nor any scorching heat. For the lamb at the center of the throne will be their shepherd and he will guide them to the springs of living water and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. That is from the seventh chapter of Revelation. As a priest, I've often heard from those facing the end of life or those who have lost a loved one, that they wish they had an image of heaven. We do have a vision of heaven. We have multiple pictures of heaven throughout the scriptures. They are only glimpses, but they are real. We may not know the details, but we can be assured that heaven will not be the opposite of these glimpses. Here John sees a huge multicultural multitude dressed in white, the symbol, white is the symbol of victory in Revelation, dressed in white, parading with palm branches and singing in procession around the throne of the Lamb, the victor. John asks, who is this multitude? Who are all these people? And the response he gets is, these are the ones who have come through the great tribulation. They have kept the faith. They kept worshiping and serving God despite the difficulties that they went through, despite everything they faced. And now they have the privilege of singing in triumph. John's message to the seven churches is that life now, life in this kingdom, may be at times difficult, may be at times challenging, may be at times even worse. But in the end, God always wins. And when God wins, we win. We all have loved ones 
who have gone before us. Loved ones we feel connected to even now. They live in our memory, though our memory is imperfect. They live with us. All Saints Day is a day of remembrance. Because you see, it's not possible to be the church without remembrance. We know this faith of ours by and through those who have lived it. We give thanks to God for those who have walked before us. Our present living is judged through their lives. And by their living, we are prodded forward now. And maybe that is the word for us today from John. He writes his revelation, not merely to give the church a peek into the future, It's not only a promise about what is to come. It is a witness of who walked the road. It is a witness of the saints of old. And their witness and their strength provides strength for us today. It's not a don't worry, be happy message. And you all know that I am not a don't worry, be happy priest. (laughs) It's the foundation of faith in Jesus. We have hope today. Not because we bury our heads in the sand and ignore all the challenges around us. We have hope today because we know the lives of the saints. We know the great work and the great ordeals that they went through. We know what it looks like to keep the faith. We have hope because we have a promise and a vision of what is to come. And we have hope because we know those of the past have seen and have lived those promises too. We have hope because we know that on the last day, God wins. Not even death is the last word. It wasn't for them. It isn't for us. 
and it isn't for the whole world. Amen.